Blog Talk Radio. Stand by. Okay, praise God and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio, www.livedeliverance.com. We are also on our Blog Talk Radio and we're at error code 646. 3781857. We have Evangelist Janice Taylor in the room. And after I get off air, we will open lines for questions and answers that's necessary concerning this sermon. We want to thank Walls of Fire of Ministry. And we want to thank Evangelist Janice Taylor for participating. And you can always hear her on Thursdays at 8 o'clock on our Blog Talk Radio. We are also streaming at www.livedeliverance.com. We got over 475 nations that's listening to us right now. Praise be to God. Let's pray and get into the word for today. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. Lord, we have sinned against you. We ask that you forgive us. Your word says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our fault, that you are just and able to forgive us from all unrighteousness. We take this time and opportunity for you to forgive us for all of our sins on this Sabbath day. Lord, we give all honor and glory to you. We thank you for your shed blood that you have purchased for us. And we pray that the hearer be blessed. We come up against all demonic manifestations of speech spirits of slumber blocking them from hearing the truth we bind these demons in Jesus name amen don't let any pastor or church pimp you I hate to say it like this but my physical brother was used up he's Catholic and these churches now I'm not knocking all churches but the Bible's going to divide certain types of pastors that oversee these churches. And let me say this with a lot of you male pastors. You have a spirit of pride in you. You know, y'all think that women can't be in, in a position of authority. Well, that's a lie. Evangelist Taylor uh, is a minister. Okay? Her husband is a deacon. Why is it that you male uh, so-called Christians, any of you men won't step up, God, get a woman to do it. Deborah uh, ruled Israel. He couldn't find a woman. So you, you need to come out your male pride. We are all one spirit in the body of Christ. We're one spirit. Ain't no male and female in the spirit realm. That's delegated authority in your home. Your husband's the head of the house. But the wife is also the helpmate and the, the keeper of the head. You know, if you're running something, you got to have somebody to make sure that you're running and operating. The wife fits in just as well as the husband. It's been mis- mistaught, and it's it's a lying spirit in the church because these male pastors ain't hitting on nothing. A woman more dedicated in the ministry that I can depend on than I can a man. And I'm, I'm just telling you for 15 years' experience. So I'm not into this male pride thing. And I want to really discuss what the Bible we're talking about the word now. We, we, we're getting into We're going to get straight to Scripture. What does the Scripture say about these types of pastors? Why is it that I've had women to call me who are married 
and they told me that they have to listen to her pastor before her husband. Now, I said, that's out of order. You're, you're, you ain't married to your pastor. And pastors will do that. Now, if you're a good tither and you make good money, they're going to invite you to dinner. Believe me. You're an open-heart surgeon. You're an attorney. You're a veterinarian. But, you know, if you're a fireman, I doubt if you go to dinner with them. But you can get up on the stage and pay a certain fee to get on a committee. This is going on in the body of Christ, and God is tired of it. The Spirit of God is no longer that's dwelling in houses and buildings. It's amongst the believers, you. And you shouldn't let anyone other than the Word of God control you and lead you. Now, I know that the Bible says God sends some pastors, Ephesians 5, 11, 1 Corinthians 12, 28, and teaches. I recognize that. I'm not talking about the good shepherds. They do and they go. The good shepherds are the ones that's casting out demons. The good shepherds are the ones that's healing the sick. The good shepherds are the ones that's providing financial resources for the member if they are lacking any finances in the church. Now, before I started full-time ministry in Internet Radio, this thing started off at the hospital, and it went from the hospital to my house with 50 people, and I had people tithing, giving offerings, and I had enough money to put money aside for the storehouse for the members. And my members were tithe. They were tithe. I, I said after six months, they qualified. And they had financial problems in the account that we had. We had money set aside. Me and Sister Durden, we said that. That's in the Bible. A true pastor wouldn't suck up all the money. And not help you. In Malachi chapter 3. Verse 8 says. Would a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say wherein. Have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings? Now that's for the Christian who don't give. But the pastor robs you too. You are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. This is what Live Deliverance did before we became an Internet radio station. I can vow to it. We had about 60 to 60 members, and God told me, I call you to do Internet. I didn't call you to establish a church. It says in Malachi 3.10, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. That's where all of the members who tithe at that church are supposed to have some financial assistance but you don't give them one dime. You don't give them no gas to come to choir rehearsal. But you want them at choir rehearsal on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You don't give them no gas for their time. You get a committee, and you go by the last name to clean the church up. You're a slave laboring God's people, you dog. You should put have some money aside to get them people some gas money. They got to get there just like you got to get there. See, these are the pastors that I'm talking about. I had one in Jamaica. I caught old to his game. Hurry up, move quickly. They say that so you can start getting that money. Then he told me, well, if, if I can't get it from them, they're going to drink it up and spend it on somewhere else. Now, who's for him to say what a person can do with the labor of their money? Whether they want to drink it up, gamble it up, they labored for that. 
Now, I'm not for gambling. I'm not for being drunk or drunkenness. I'm just saying people have a free will. But this pastor told me, hey, if I don't get it, they ain't going to do it, mess it up. Now, that's a wrong concept of taking income from people. But you're supposed to have money in the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me. Now, how will say the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven? Well, that's that church right there. You send that 10%, he should have somewhere. We had things aside for people uh, who had uh, financial problems, those who tithed consistently for six months. There was a sister that needed a transmission. I think Sister Katie needed like $1,400. We had $10,527 in the account for the members. That's doing the work of God's word. When people give, you, you're supposed to be able to give it back to them. But you pastors, you ain't got time for that because you're in your Mercedes and you're in your Benzes and, 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 and all this foolishness is what you're into. Now, I'm going to show you something. It's going to be very shocking to you. Please turn to the book. Now we're going to go to the to the Word. We didn't did the talking. We're going to let the Word do the talking. I, I like quoting scriptures. I don't like talking. I like saying what's well, straight out the Word of God so you can't say that I'm making this up. We're going to start this off with Zechariah, the 11th chapter. And we're going to look at the 15th verse of false shepherds described in the Bible. So every pastor is not a good pastor. I don't know who told you that lie. Satan can deceive himself like an angel of light and transform himself. If the devil can do that, a pastor can do that to his smooth words, kindness to quote scriptures, powerful anointing to exalterate you in your emotion, and he he come with that pocket. He coming. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed, transformed as ministers of righteousness. And these are the pastors that I'm dealing with. They're ministers of Satan. They don't care nothing about you. T.T. Uh, Jakes ain't no preacher. I don't have no respect at all for Creflo Dollar. None. I don't deal with Leroy Thompson, Peter Popoff, telling people to take money, take water, and send in for miracle water. That's foolishness. I can take some water out the sink, which I've done, and, and anoint it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and take some warm, put some salt in that water, and I've sprayed, and it worked, doing exorcisms and cleaning demonic spirits out of homes. Jesus is salt of the earth. You see, you pastor don't want to deal with demons. You want to have things that bring more money in, family day, and then you charge the church. They got to pay $15 for admission, then they got to pay for the rides. But why don't you let them get the rides free? The church members don't have nothing after they give their money. That's not God. So the Bible speaks of these things in Zechariah chapter 11, 15. It says, and the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd. For lo, I will rise up a shepherd in the land which shall not visit those that be cut off. Neither shall seek the young one, nor heal 
that which is broken. They ain't interested in healing you. You got rejection. They set you up for an apartment, and then you got to wait four or five months before you see them. They don't do no deliverance. They don't get to the root of it. They don't even tell you to renounce the sin. They're covered up and just pray over, and, and then you come right back to him with the same thing because you don't study the Bible. You don't test nothing that he say. The people of Berea in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, test everything the Apostle Paul says. I don't expect for you to follow and believe me. I expect for you to take the Bible and look what I'm reading to see what I'm doing is right. Because ain't none of you going to say I'm, I'm trying to pimp you. Because I don't pimp nobody. I teach the word. I'm not a, 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 a advocate of talking 45 to 50 minutes on y'all to give money. I said, so a seed. I don't have to do that. That's witchcraft. And see, a lot of you are under this and not aware of it. Zechariah eleven sixteen. For lo, I will rise up a shepherd in the land, which shall not visit those that be cut off, neither shall seek the young one, nor heal that is broken, ain't no, ain't no deliverance ministry, nor feed that still, that's somebody waiting on the Lord, need, need some gas money to hold them to get to church next week. You can't even go to the church for that. If they bring in the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. Ain't no meat for you, but you give them the money. Only thing for you to do is go sit there, clean that church up, and get out of there and come back and be controlled on him again. That's what happens if the minister of deliverance is not in operation of a church. Woe to the idle shepherds, Zechariah eleven seventeen. Woe to the idle shepherds that leaveth the flock. The sword shall be upon his arm. And upon his right eye, his arm shall be clean, dried up, and his right eye shall be utterly darkened. Zechariah was now taken against the equipment of shepherds, of godliness shepherds, to follow God. The foolish shepherds will have a final fulfillment in the Antichrist and will go to hell by leading innocent people and taking their money because they don't have the discernment of the Holy Spirit. You haven't taught them the nine gifts of the Spirit. You don't want them to have the nine gifts of the Spirit. You don't want them to have that. Because if you do, they can catch you doing something. And what happens is you brothers and sisters get caught up into the emotional part of the services. And then this is how they get you. The Bible says that they use feigned words, F-E-I-G-N-E-D, feigned words in Second Peter 2, 3. And through covetousness, so they were feigned, F-E-I-G-N-E-D, feigned words, making merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingered and their damnation and slavering not. False teachers false pastors will commercialize the gospel being experts in greed and in getting money from believers to enhance their ministries and influence lifestyles believers must be aware that one of the chief methods of a false pastor is to use excellent words to tell impressive but false stories or to give extravagant statistics of what he may be doing for the church in order to inspire God's people to give more money. They glorify themselves 
and enhance their ministries with these fabricated stories. Thus, the unweary and sincere child of God becomes an object of exportation because these ministers defile God's truth and people with greed and deceit, they are assigned to condemnation and destruction when they go to hell. And you will still follow that pastor. The pastor called me. I got to go see what you say. Your husband called you too. I get it all the time on the cell phone. Now, the Spirit of the Lord is telling me to tell some of you men that if you don't listen to your, your wife, you ain't no leader. See, you, you ain't no leader. God didn't give you somebody, and, and you, you didn't got this from some dead church without a pride. See, men carry lots of pride in them. I saw a pastor when he leaves the church, he gets out in the van. Bring a whole fan, big old van pull up. He don't need to be doing that. They get a church van to carry him down back. That's unnecessary waste of money. But they're not going to tell you that. Now, we see another scripture. In Ezekiel. We're going to read Ezekiel chapter 34, 1 through 10 concerning a shepherd. Ezekiel 34, 1 says, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, Thus says the Lord God, The shepherds, woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Now there are pastors that feed themselves. In the Bible tell you all that, but y'all don't want to see that. Y'all want to get mad at me because you got a soul tie with them. Some of you got them soul tied with your pastor more than your mama and your daddy. I don't, I don't have no soul tie with no, no pastor like that. I got a soul tie with Jesus. And that's the problem. If they're not teaching you the apostolic word of God, they feed themselves. If you don't see something... You can see signs in the church and still the pastor can have an anointing to allow that to happen. Still take your money because he knows how to speak words to uh, move you. That's control. You can have the anointed gifts and operate. Matthew 23, 1, Jesus says, don't do their lifestyle, but do what they say. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy, says to them, thus says the Lord God unto the shepherds. Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherd feed the flocks? And some of them don't. They don't teach you nothing. And you still go to that garbage every Sunday. Wrong day. Every Sunday. Oh, the pastor preached on faith and, and gets you jumping up and down. That jumping up and down with no miracles is going to bring emotions. Now you're happy. And here they go to set you up to get your money then. I used to take collections at the, at the chaplaincy at South Fulton Middle Center first. I said, if everybody want to get it, just sit right over there. And I talked to word. And you know what? That word made people give money, not me. 
there are three things that pastors can get caught into. And a lot of them have, you may not know, it's called Secret Sins. Evangelist Taylor did it. And she called out a whole lot of them. I had a whole lot of them calling me. Why she got to be teaching this? I'm, now, we all make mistakes. These are pastors now. Secret sins. Secret sins now. I ain't going to get into the sin. I ain't. Uh-uh. You know what the secret sin is. And it was mad. You eat the fat, and ye clothe you with wool. Ye kill them and fed, but ye feed not the flock. You can't feed the flock teaching leadership day. That ain't feeding nobody. You can't feed the flock talking about the Beatitudes, which is a beautiful thing. You can't feed the flock talking about the basics of no, these are children's stories. But that's what you're getting. You ain't getting nothing apostolic. You ain't getting no revelation. You ain't seeing no miracles. Not one person getting healed on these churches, and you go right back to this mess. Why are you like that? The disease, have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick? Mm-mm, they ain't doing that. That's in Ezekiel 34, 4. This is about Israeli shepherds. So a shepherd is supposed to heal. Have you ever seen your pastor heal anybody? If not, you, why you, you need to get on out of there and go because you're wasting your time. The disease have ye strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick, neither have ye bound up that which was broken. You, you, ain't no ministry of healing, ain't no, ain't no uh, restoration ministry, because he, he, he don't have that anointing. And you're not getting that. Neither have ye brought against that which was driven away, neither have ye sought that which was lost, but... With force and with cruelty have ye ruled them. I saw Leroy Thompson. man gave him his wallet. I said, hurry up, give me the damn wallet. Took the money out of his wallet and threw it at him. Here, all right, go and sit down. Now, there is no way in the world I would call it a godly man that would take a person's money out their wallet. And then they get on the uh, YouTube, and I saw him dancing. Oh, look at this money. Look at this money. Look at this money. And that is to, so contrary to the scriptures. And then they start feeding people that poison and that false doctrine. And then you windle away. Because you have been taught another Jesus. The Bible speaks of another gospel, another Jesus. As a matter of fact, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4 says, Labor not to be rich. Cease from thy own wisdom. And these pastors are using their wisdom. They ain't, they ain't got no signs following them. They're dancing on top of money, which is foolishness. For we brought nothing into the world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. First Timothy 6, verse 7. First Timothy 6, 6, but godless with contentment is great gain. They don't teach that. They teach that the more money you give, the more blessing you get. I heard Peter pop off last night. Now, sow that seed right now. That is a shame if you got that money. Now, you send that money in to God. God does not need you to send him no money to heal you. 
That is nowhere biblical in the Bible. No, no, he didn't. I, don't, I have never seen Jesus Christ charge anybody in the Bible, but these pastors will. Bob Larson charging $2,000 for 15 minutes. They, you can't do no deliverance on nobody in 15 minutes. I was with Bob Larson 15 years ago, and I left him because he, he told me I had to send demons to the pit. I said, that ain't in the Bible. Jesus said, go, come out, cast out in my name. He said, never send a place where to send them. Nowhere in scripture you can see that. Come out, go, and that's one. He gave them permission to go into the swine. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and it's certain we can carry nothing out, and having food and raiment, let us therein be content. But they that will be rich fall into temptations and snares and to many foolish and hurtful lusts and drown men in destruction and perdition. This is why I'm against rich pastors. If they're rich, they can get caught up in the same sin. It didn't say whether you were born again, rich or unsaved rich. It's a rich man. But they that will be rich fall into temptations and snares and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and position. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some covet after, they have erred from the faith. See, you erring from the faith teaching people this mess. And I really don't have a stomach for it because I have to counsel so many people who have been hurt. I have counseled people who have given two of their mortgage payments and I have told those people by word of knowledge, the Lord did not tell you to give that. And they gave it. And they lost their house. This is what's going on when you don't know the Bible. In Jamaica, I cut them off. Greater works, I cut him off. And I don't care if anybody from Jamaica hear me tell him I said it, I cut him off. Didn't he get a chance to have a meeting? Well, I, don't, I don't serve him. I serve Jesus of Nazareth. And I don't fear no, none of you pastors, none of you. I, ain't, I don't fear nothing but the Lord God. And this needs to be exposed. Because they ain't doing it, paying off your money. You ain't changing. All the money you've given, what do you have to show for? You still got cancer that you had 20 years ago and you gave your tithes to the same church? Some of you people go in the same church, stay in there all their life and die and don't even get healed, don't make no changes. They go to heaven, but they're going to miss out on a lot of God's benefits on earth by not getting healed. If the pastor don't have the anointing, well, why are you sitting up under there with that mess? Jeremiah 23, please. Everybody say a pastor ain't no pastor. I'll tell you that right now. I didn't see a whole lot of them, and they don't impress me, none of them. Trying to get the crowd, good speakers. But do people know the word setting up on them? Do they see healing setting up on them? Four, five, six, six, seven collections, man, come on. I can't do nobody like that, but a, a, a leech don't care nothing about you. Jeremiah 23:1. whoa. Be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor. Say the Lord. 
Therefore, thus says the Lord, God of Israel, against the pastors that feed my people, ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, says the Lord. Any of you people sitting up in here following these uh, prosperity ministers, God's going to deal with it. They're going to die. They're going to have to give account of that. They don't recognize it's just like a vapor here, James 4, 4. They'll be gone, and they're going to have to meet God because the kingdom of God is not based on any monetary value on earth. That's not God's kingdom. Eternal life is in heaven, not on earth. But they don't teach that. A scripture and pervert it in order for them to gain money, and they're good at it. I'm going to show you that scripture. How much time we got? Okay. I'm going to show you that scripture. Jeremiah 23, verse 3, And I will gather the raiment of my flock out of all countries which I have driven them, and will bring them again to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and increased. God's pulling people out of these churches. And he wants you to read on your own. People say, well, there's no Sabbath service. Yeah, we do. We got Sabbath service here. If you're a Sabbath keeper, join the Sabbath service here. You're in church. You're in the building, but you're hearing the word on the Sabbath. God's pulling away from this foolishness. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking, save the Lord. See, they're lacking spiritual understanding of things because the pastor is not teaching them that, and God doesn't like that. When you're constantly teaching prosperity and you're perverting it and you're twisting the scriptures, it's witchcraft. Let me give you an example of how the witchcraft they do on people. It's charismatic witchcraft. They are good in taking Matthew chapter 4 and using this as reference toward money. The parable and the source. Anytime you hear the word seed, <laughs> Lord Jesus. They run on that. But let me show you what a true seed is. Go to Romans 9, 8. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. That's the inheritance in Christ Jesus. Got nothing to do with money, but a prosperity pastor, he will use Mark chapter 4 to elude you. Let me show you his game. Hallelujah. Now we're going to turn to St. Mark, the fourth chapter, say amen, and he got you going, and, and, and then here you go. Hearken, behold, that went out of sword to soul. And it came to pass as he had sown, some fell by the wayside, and the flowers of the air came and devoured up. You you didn't want to give to God because you got nervous and you didn't you didn't want to trust God. Say so they pervert that. And have you thinking that that's God speaking to you and it's not. Mark chapter four deals with putting the word in your heart. And how you would accept the word in your heart, and how would it grow in your heart. And then, they, and then they'd like to take this one and really flip it. Some 30, some 40. They, ooh, they like that one. 
this one that they're really harking on. But if you really read Mark chapter 4, it's talking about the word of God. Because Jesus says, and he said unto them, Know ye not this parable, and how them that ye know them, in Mark chapter 4, verse uh, 13. The sower sold the word. They got nothing to do with the money. See there? But they said money. See? The sower sold, S-O-W-E-T-H, the word. It had nothing to do with money. I, that's how they per- pervert you. And because you don't know the Bible, you jump on it. And he'll get you feeling that, so guilty that you had, you'll come out your money. Spend not on your tithe, but, hell, he want more than that. He want, all, he want everything in your pocket. And if you see you on the road, he'll wave at you and blow his horn in his Mercedes and not even offer you a ride home. I've seen this. My pastor wasn't like that, Pastor Wayne Thompson. I thank God that I did not have a pastor like that. He was ex-Marine. He was a real estate uh, pioneer in the 80s in Atlanta. His uh, wife was a speechwriter for Jimmy Carter administration. And uh, he got saved. And Pastor Wayne never, ever abused money from the church. He taught me when I was a pastor, don't go there because there's three things that a pastor can fall down with. Money, women in the church, and pride. Those three avenues, my pastor told me, don't cross that. But you got wolves in sheepskin that is not teaching the word of God to the hearer because you won't study that you, you prime meat for them. So as the Holy Spirit showed you tonight, Mark chapter 4 has nothing to do with money. It has something to do with the word. Because Jesus says in the red writing in Mark 4, 14, the sower sowed the word, and these are they by the way when the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan comes to me, they got nothing to do with no money. But that's how they flip it, because you don't know the Bible. You need to stop trusting in these types of people. They're very dangerous to your salvation. You will be broke, you ain't going to have nothing, and you definitely won't get healed in there because there's going to always be some programs going on to get your money, always. I know one church, they had a, a, a raising money. They was raising money for 20 years, but the guy kept getting new Mercedes every year. I called him out and said, how much that Mercedes cost? I said, y'all need 75000 Won't you sell your car? You sell that car and take that money to get a church if he really loved, the, loved y'all that much. See, ain't nobody overseeing them with that money. Just them and the family and certain people around them. The ones who have been dedicated with them are caught up in that too. And he's going to take care of all the staff people and those who be around. Then after that, some of them are known to leave you. I, I know a pastor who left a sister in the Lord who wrote a book for him. He, I ain't giving no name. He stopped paying them, and they was with him for 30 years. So you can't put your trust in people. False prophets, Jeremiah 23, 9. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. I am like a drunken man and like a man whom wine have overcome because of the Lord and because of the words of his holiness. For lo, it's full of adultery. 
And for because of the swearing and the morphine, the pleasure places in the wilderness are dried up, and their course is evil, and their face is not right. But if you don't have discernment of the Holy Ghost, you ain't going to see this in these people. You're going to keep getting tricked by the devil. Keep getting tricked by the devil. Keep getting tricked by the devil. Please turn to your Bible to Ezekiel 44, verse 8. Ezekiel chapter 44, verse 8. Ezekiel 44, 8 says, And ye have not kept the charge of my holy things, but ye have set keepers of my charge in my sanctuary for yourselves. And most of these pastors are not up there calling themselves a pastor that has omitted and taken out the ministry of deliverance, that will refuse to do any ministry of healing, that will not accept the doctrine of the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, will not import any of the nine gifts or to teach the members of these gifts. Why? Well, if you don't have the gifts, how are you going to know what he's saying is right and wrong? You can't test the spirit. They're not interested in training you and feeding you. <laughs> That's the last thing on their mind. Let's go to Romans chapter 3, 13. Turn to your Bibles to Romans. Romans 3, 13. Let's go Romans 3, 13. Their throat is an open sculpture. Their tongue, they have used deceit. The poison of apps is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their way, and the way of peace have they not known. Now, if you have a pastor that does not know anything about the ministry of deliverance, he cannot deliver that person peace and quaintility in the spirit of Christ because of the spirits that's in that human being and he know nothing about it and you set up under that. Provisions. A pastor must be good and he should be able to stand righteous and holy before God. Jeremiah forty nine nineteen speaks of that. Let's go to Jeremiah. We're going to go to Scripture, Scripture and check this out. Right off the Bible. Jeremiah forty nine nineteen. Behold, he shall come like a lion from the swelling of Jordan against the inhabitations of the strong. But I will suddenly make him run away from her, and who is this chosen man that I may appoint over her? For who is like me, and who will appoint me for the time? And who is that shepherd that will stand before me? Therefore, hear the counsel of the Lord, that he have taken the Edom and purpose 
that he has purposed against the inhabitations of Terramon, saying, The least of the flocks shall draw them out. Surely he shall make the inhabitation desolate with them. The earth is moved at the noise of their fall, and the cry, the noise, therefore, was heard in the Red Sea. See, God hears the pain and the anguish of Christians not really getting the gospel taught to them. And it's up to people like Evangelist Taylor who called him out. She called him out last night. Secret sins. I had 12 pastors told me to not put her on the radio station. Well, why would that be? And you're supposed to be in the ministry. Sin? We don't need to be in sin doing this. A pastor must be a good shepherd, according to Jeremiah 31.10. A good shepherd must stand before the Lord, Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 44. And if you are under a shepherd, you need to really make sure of what gospel that you're learning from. There are two gospels. I'm going to show this to you. And God forbids us if we caught up in this mess. That that money coming unto you, Leroy Thomas, that's another gospel. That ain't, that, ain't, that ain't in the Bible, what he's saying. God warns us about this. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 8, But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let them be accursed. See, if they're not preaching the gospel of casting out demons, they're cursed. So you got a pastor up there cursed. He he ain't moving on the on the Sabbath. He's cursed. That's why you can't get healed in there. You ain't learning nothing from him. Then they got these things. I don't take no tablets. People ask me why do you? I take my Bible. I don't need no tablets to care to teach no sermon. I'm letting the Holy Spirit teach this. But you got to start doing some things yourself so that you won't be deceived with these passages, which requires you to read the Word of God and study and fast and get the gifts of the Holy Spirit because all pastors are not truly pastors of God. And as we said before, and I say now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. And that's going to be a lot of accursed pastors out here preaching money coming unto me preaching and telling people that when you sow these seeds, which is the word of God, what I showed you, that you're going to give, God going to give you some money, uh, give you something because you gave God some money. Healing ain't based on how much you give God. It's about the stripes of Jesus we're healed. Jesus paid a price for that, for you, a price that he paid for. For you are bought with a price. Well, why are pastors charging you a price for specific miracles? That's not in the Bible. I would never charge somebody two to three thousand dollars to do a deliverance. That's foolishness. A good shepherd must hear the word from the Spirit, Ezekiel thirty four nine. He must be in order. First Timothy three five. Now we was dealing with a person last night. They want to go preach to somebody and they ain't got they they all messed up and ready to go preach to somebody and we don't need people like that. Look, you men, if you don't have your house in order, don't go preaching to nobody else. Don't, don't, don't do it. 
For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? He can't. And we try to convey this to a person. And this person is many other people who don't have pastors that's bringing apostolic word or fresh revelation from the scriptures to the believer. But the believer don't have no clue that he's in a war because this pastor doesn't speak spiritual warfare. The child pressed in the bed at night. I had a lady to call me, an 11-year-old girl, and this spirit would come. I took a infrared video camera that I have. When I do paranormal investigations, I recorded it, and I saw that spirit go right, in, right by her bed. And I told I told the man, put the camera in here. I sat right there, that holy water. I was waiting on him. It manifests. I took that holy water and sprayed. Get out of here in the name of Jesus. It desecrated, and he felt the peace in the house. But the pastor, he don't know nothing about that. He'll send you to a psychiatrist. That's a pastor that don't know nothing about spiritual warfare. A lot of you under there, and some of you go to these pastors and these churches because. He looks good or the woman looks good. Now you're idolatry and lusting after them. That's lust of vindication. You ain't going for the right purpose. Do you ever hear your pastor preach about holiness, which no man can see God? Do you hear your pastor preach about suffering? What's the suffer for the name of Jesus? It's all in the Bible. Or is he giving you things that you want to hear from your itching ear? Do you see the gifts of the Spirit in him in operation? Is he being led by the Holy Spirit based on Luke twelve eleven? Can he see in the spirit realm, Second Kings six seventeen? Does he have an understanding of the ministry of deliverance and healing and reconciliation? These things that people need in the body of Christ. Must cast out demons, must be able to preach the word, must be able to heal the sick. <clears throat> but if he can't do that, he can't help you. Choice is yours. You still want to stay stale, stalemate where you're at or what you're doing in your life? If you know that your pastor's not teaching you nothing, why are you there listening to this foolishness? What 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 makes you want to stay, stay there? Hmm? God wants you to know his word. God wants you to have the nine gifts of the spirit. God wants you to be able to see demons come out of people because there's two kingdoms colliding. It is a very central part of ministry for Christians to even have a life of happiness. These things are real. If your pastor's not in tune with them, why are you there? The choice is yours. You can join us in the blog talk room at 646-378-1857. I'm going to get off now and go into the room to ask some questions and open up the mic for Evangelist Janet Taylor for commentation. It's been a blessing. I pray that you have learned something. Don't be deceived because people say that they're pastors. Listen to what they say. Follow the scriptures, Acts 7, 11, 17, 11. Thoroughly ask the Holy Spirit. Test the Spirit. Just because someone said that they're apostle or pastor does not necessarily mean that they're right and standing with God. The Lord will show you. Stop depending on humans and depend on the Holy Ghost. 
it's good to respect and honor your pastor if he's casting out demons, healing the sick, if you see miracles. If you don't see miracles, you need to leave there. Now, if you want to sow a seed to keep us on air, we'd appreciate it. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com and go on our PayPal site on the lower left-hand corner, and we appreciate whatever you give us. We are in need, and we know that God will fulfill that need because we have a God that takes care of us. We, we trust his word. I wanted this to be as very simple as possible because I got about 60 new baby Christians. So if you're seeing me teaching, it's kind of simple and not heavy on the scriptures because uh, the Lord has been showing me I'm stuffing too much in their, in their mouth. And they got the nerve, I got to nourish these people. Paul nourished the saints to grow. And once they're able to walk, I can uh, maneuver more with those who are uh, carrying uh, the spiritual load in warfare every day. This is a war that we're in. We're in a spiritual battle. Church is not to be a place for entertainment. It must be a place for strength, a place for repentance, a place for the Holy Spirit to enter, a place for the baptism of the emergence of the, of, of the Spirit by water, by fire, by water, salvation, deliverance, prophetic word. You need a prophetic word. But if your pastor can't do it, you can't hear that from God. Ain't nobody had no gifts. And you go and hear that piss and dung, Second Kings eighteen twenty six and 27, that dung. You should get tired of the dung now and get the water of Christ through his word. If you don't have a pastor, listen to Derek Prince. We have him on air 24 hours a day. We have Derek Prince 24 hours all day worldwide. Go to www.livedeliverance.com and hit YouTube. You can listen to us. We have Pastor Wayne Thompson. And we're setting up Evangelist Janet Taylor to bring the word for us on our radio program also. God bless you and shalom. It's been a blessing to be with you. Please, study the scriptures. If the man don't have no anointing, if you got a soul tie, leave that church. I don't care how good the choir thing. If you ain't learning nothing, get out of there. God bless and shalom. Stand by for everybody so I can turn this clip off and get back into Blog Talk Radio. God bless everybody. Again, sow a seed here at LiveDeliverance.com, www.LiveDeliverance.com on the lower left hand of our icon. Sow a seed to keep us on air. Shalom. Good night. Evangelist Janice Taylor, you now have the mic. Yes, I was muted. I'm sorry. I truly enjoyed the teaching tonight um, because it was um, it was so fruitful. I learned a lot. I, I wrote down a lot of scriptures. But the Lord really drew my attention to Ezekiel uh, chapter 34 and um, verses 1 through 10. It starts out with a, with a powerful word, and, and I just want to um, share what that starts out with because people have no idea exactly what that means. And so I'm going to just uh, open that up. Glory be to God. It starts out with a woe. It's a woe to the shepherds. And um, this is, this is, this is a very, very, very important because um, what needs to what people need to understand is that 
where there's a woe, um, it, it, it's, it, it's very important. Where there's a woe, it means like there's trouble, okay? And so what God is saying is, is that there is an indictment against these shepherds. It's an indictment against these shepherds. Woe to the shepherds. Woe to the shepherds. Woe to the shepherds. Woe to these pastors. There is an indictment from God against those that are doing these things that you taught on today, Apostle. And so uh, I I was so glad that you, uh, you know, you had so much scripture. Uh, there, There was no way anybody could walk away from this and not know that it's the written word of God. I mean, you back everything up with scripture. So uh, there's no way that someone could say, oh, well, that's just his opinion. No, you went scripture by scripture, line upon line and precept upon precept. And what I really enjoy was the three things that you called out that can cause a pastor to fall. It's the love of money, women, and pride. And we see this. All the time, when oh, these oh, it's, all the, it's all in the church. It, y'all, y'all be talking about evangelist Janet Taylor. I'd rather work with a woman. And I tell all you preachers, y'all need to stop that blocking women from the anointing that God gave them. If you ain't gonna do it, he'll find somebody else. Cause you, you men right. are sickening. All y'all men are sickening to me. Well, uh, you working with women? Well, what about it? There were seven of them that came with Jesus. Where were y'all at when Jesus died? It was resurrected. It was seven women came. Just because Adam, just because Eve sinned, does not mean that that go curse on all women. Y'all got to come out of that. And and then over in Matthew chapter seven and verse fifteen, he said, "Beware of these false prophets." You know, they I call them. They say they prophesying. I say they prophet lying. And, and they're sure telling is. people, uh, uh, sure uh, they're using divination. They're using the spirit of divination, which is uh, uh, the spirit of Python. It's the Python spirit. And it they says, beware see it, of them. They can't see it. These people can't see none no, of this. No, no. And this is, how, this is how a Python operates. A Python does not come with a frontal attack. A Python wraps itself around its victim. And then after he wraps itself around his victim, he uses his muscles to squeeze and crush him. He crushes his lungs. He crushes his ribs. And then he suffocates him. And so this is what is happening. The spirit of Python, that spirit of seduction that, 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 that's operating in the church, and these people are being deceived. The Bible calls them ravening wolves. They are dressed like sheep, but they are ravening wolves. They are devourers, and they are devouring whole congregations. And these pastors are literally turning these ravening wolves loose on the sheep. Yep. So it is. I won't do it. They're turning them loose on the sheep. You got people controlling folks, taking the word of God. The soul, soul, the word. God talking about the Jesus showed me that in the Bible. He talking about the word. He ain't talking about no money. They they getting the people's. You you talked about two mortgage payments. 
I've seen them get the people's 401k. They got the whole thing. They took it oh. all. Oh. They took it all. They took the whole 401k and left town with it. Yeah. Where was the pastor? Where was the pastor? How come the pastor couldn't see that that was a false prophet? How come the pastor could not see that ravenous wolf? But yet he turned that that ravenous wolf, he turned him loose on his congregation. They didn't get the, the pastor's money. They got the congregation's money. But the man could have never got to the congregation if the pastor didn't give him access to the sheep. Wow. They are greedy dogs. They are greedy dogs. So it is. So it is. There's an indictment. There's an indictment. God said he's had enough of this. He's had enough of them. I've had 12 calls, and I tell everybody last night, if you want to go back in the archives and go listen to Advantage Dan and Taylor, she pre-secret saying I had 12 calls. Hey, man, what's going on? We pillars. Now, that's supposed to be done behind closed doors. I'm talking about, I heard it all. I said, ooh, they telling on themselves. They, they, they got called yep. out, and they're getting called out on this one. Yeah, they're getting called out. They're getting called out. I've seen them, apostles, where they was in cahoots with the false prophet, the pastor, and the false prophet was in cahoots, and then they, they go in the back and split the money. Yep, I've seen that, too. Yep. Yep, on people. Yeah, so that, that God, that, there's that, an that indictment. One that, that one at Greater Works, I had to cut him out, move quickly. I said, where you get that from? How you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I cut him off. I called that man, talking about sending $169 for covert 19 virus scriptures. I said, and Ruthie called me. She said, you're going to lose about half these Jewish people on your radio station if you keep that man on air. I had to take that man off. Yeah, you have to and stop that. You, and where you come from, talking about uh, sacrificial offering. And then this is a special line in Jamaica. They're good at that. And you can see the stress on the person's face that they got to give this money, hoping they're going to get something back from God. They ain't nowhere in the Bible. The Bible said he is against them. God said in Jeremiah 23, he said, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, everyone his neighbor. I am against the prophets that saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say it, he said. He said, I'm against them that prophesy false dreams and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies. God said, I'm against them. He said, I have not spoken to them. I ain't told them nothing to tell the people. (laughs) Ah, Jesus. And they doing it. Standing up proper line in the name of the Lord. They don't even have the fear of God. I would be trembling. I would be afraid to say God said something that he did not say. They don't care. It don't even bother them. They don't, as long as they can get money. As long as yep. they can get some money off of it. Yeah. I don't I don't deal with no churches. If any of you guys want me to come, I'll come at a synagogue 
I'll have to come on your church on Saturday. Don't expect me to give you no Sunday service because it ain't going to happen to me. Evangelist Taylor, before I go, what are you teaching Thursday or what's going on with that? On Thursday, glory be to God, there is a word from the Lord. God dropped this thing in my spirit. It's called uh, the watchman. The watchman. Okay. All right. I will call you as soon as I get off air to post it. Yeah, the watchman on the wall. God got he got some watchmen now. He got some watchmen that's watching. You're a watchman, Apostle. I'm a watchman. Yes, but there are some you know what we're dealing with, what we're talking about today? We're talking about hirelings. These are not yep. pastors. These are yep. hirelings. And when the war yep. comes, they take off running. They gone. They gone. When COVID nineteen hit, they were the first ones to close their doors. Not because the government said so. It it was because they were afraid. I I, I prayed Psalm 91 every day. I knew COVID-19 couldn't get on me. Mm. I knew that it couldn't because I know who I I believe in. I never called it either. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and with his stripes, I am here. I stood on that. Mm -hmm. We had church every Saturday. We did not miss a single Saturday. We were not afraid. And these so-called deliverance uh, uh, healing ministers, they were gone. You didn't hear nobody they healing. Closed they closed their doors. They closed. <laughs> and you know what? Many of them, Apostle, many of them, done, now they closed the doors and the sheep couldn't get in, but then they turned around and let the government use their churches as a vaccination site. Yeah, they paid the money. They pay the money to use these churches as vaccination sites. But the people of God can't come in here and worship the Lord, but we can use your church as a vaccination site. And they took the money. They took the money. They sold out. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Well, I'm about to get ready. And call it quits. This is my Sabbath. I'm going to get some sleep. Ah, boy. I'm off until All Monday. Right, God bless everybody. I'll call you Monday to post that Evangelist Taylor. Have All a right. wonderful, wonderful evening. God bless everybody. Good night. God bless you, Apostle. Amen.